Hey, what is up? And today we are going to be recording another podcast here with Cole Talks Football. And today we have some simple, simple topics that just wanted to cover. Um, it's not going to be a very long one, just stuff I wanted to cover. So, with that, we're going to get right into it. Okay, let me pull up my notes here. Okay, <clears throat> first I'm going to talk about my quarterback rankings uh, for the 2020 class of guys that have already um, said that they're going to declare for the draft or who have to declare for the draft. These are my rankings, so don't get mad if you don't agree, if you don't like them. These are my rankings off the film I've watched. And these could change over time, but so far from the film I've watched, how I've watched these players, not just stats. Stats really don't matter. It could help a player's case, but it doesn't matter when you until you watch the film on how good they actually are. So with that, it's going to be controversial for my number one quarterback in the class. It is Tua Tungavailoa out of Alabama. Um, yes, he has injury concerns, but these this is not worrying about the injury concerns. This is worried about how they play. And Tua has probably one of the best pocket presence I've ever seen when I've started scouting players. He just knows how to get out of that pocket and get the ball away. Last year, his problem was he tried to do too much. He tried to make the big plays. He couldn't always do that. So he decided to come back, and he just trusts himself a little more, and he came back to have a good season. Fortunately, he got hurt, and now his uh, career at Alabama is over after, I believe, the um, it was November 11th, I think, um, against Mississippi State. So, his career at Alabama is done. He's going to the draft. Um, but he is my number one quarterback. He has the arm. He has unbelievable accuracy. And it it's just a split hair closer to him and the number two guy. But overall, I think Tua Tungavailoa is number one just for the simple fact that he's been doing this longer. He has been dominating since he was really... From the national championship game, he came in and he started playing phenomenal. He played great in his freshman year whenever he got a chance behind Jalen Hurts, a guy we'll talk about here soon. Um, but when he got here in the sophomore year, after just winning the team in national championship, he really just elevated his game to be a top prospect in this draft. And he will be a fantastic player if injuries don't get the best of him. Do I think he's going to be the number one pick? No. But he is the best quarterback on the board. If you look at stats, then you're just doing it wrong. I'm telling you. You can't look at stats. you got to look how they played. And this is why we're going to get into number two. At number two, I got Joe Burrow, LSU quarterback. Okay. Joe Burrow is a phenomenal player. I loved watching him on tape. He is phenomenal. He's put up great stats. He's did this, did that. My only concern with him is he's going to go number one. He's going to go to the Bengals. Okay. That's pretty much a fact at this point. My problem with Burrow is, what if the Cincinnati offense doesn't work? Because he he's proving he can run a pro-style offense, but that was the Saints offense that he was running. It's a very complex offense. What if he doesn't, what if the Bengals offense doesn't work for him? What if he, they just don't, they didn't build anything around Burrow to set him up for success in his first year or two? He doesn't have much targets. He has John Ross, who's been okay, I guess. Not very good. He has A.J. Green, who's on the decline. Always injured. Um, I believe they still have Tyler Boyd. They're not setting up Joe Burrow for success. And that's why 
I'm scared of Joe Burrow not working out in the NFL. But that doesn't have anything to do with my rankings. My rankings of Joe Burrow, he's a phenomenal player. He gets out of the pocket. He um, is a decent athlete. He can get out of um, the way. He has an okay NFL arm, and he has a great accuracy. The, um, the only reason I put Tua over Joe Burrow is because Tua's been doing this longer. Joe Burrow's had one good season. Tua's had two good seasons. And his freshman season was pretty good, too, um, when he got the chance to play. But those two are neck and neck, and you could really go either way. I just went Tua Tungavailoa because he's been doing it longer and at a higher um, play. Okay, but I hope y'all... I know y'all probably won't agree with that, but... It's kind of just my opinion, really, so it doesn't really matter what y'all think. Um, but I respect the hell out of both of these guys. They're both phenomenal players, and I can't wait to see them in the NFL. Joe Burrow will, yes, most likely go to the Bengals at number one, with Tua probably going to the Dolphins and Chargers at number five or six, respectively. Uh, mock Draft Podcast will be out uh, coming out in the next week, day, couple days next week, so be uh, prepared for that. At number three, we got Justin Herbert, quarterback out of Oregon. Um, yeah, nothing much I can say about Justin Herbert's game. That he's he's just been phenomenal. He might have not done the wow things that like Tua or Joe Burrow has, but J- Justin Herbert just led his team to success. He he's been there when they needed him. Um, yeah, they lost two games. One where they were leading the whole game, where Bo Nix threw a hail mary, basically touchdown. Oregon definitely should have won that game if it wasn't for, I guess, the Hail Mary touchdown. And Arizona State, where they just didn't they didn't come out to play. Um, Justin Herbert himself has been phenomenal. Um, he He's turned the ball over, but it hasn't been to the extent of someone like uh, Eason, or we'll talk about later. Um, not my favorite player. Justin Herbert uh, has a great arm. He's um, he's a little inaccurate at times, but he can get better in the accuracy department. Um, he's he's a good leader. I like him for his leadership. And the next guy we'll talk about is the best leader, maybe second best leader on this uh, list. And that's uh, that's really important when you're a quarterback. You gotta be able to lead your team. You gotta be able to be that captain. And Justin Herbert can do that. He led his team to success. Um, can't wait to see what he does in the NFL. Um, where I think he'll fall, I think he'll fall to the Bucks at um, I believe they're at 13 or something like that. I don't have the list on my top of my head. Um, I guess he can go into the Colts if um, they're out on Jacoby Brissett. Or even the Saints, just to uh, be there when Drew Brees is gone. So that is my thoughts on Justin Herbert and his game. Number four, this is going to be very controversial, but I have Jalen Hurts, uh, quarterback out of Oklahoma. He was second in the Heisman race. That doesn't matter. Stats don't matter. The big problem with uh, Hurts um, is that his accuracy isn't great and his him turning the ball over. I watched Oklahoma play this year, and besides Jalen Hurts, um, Creed Humphrey, C.D. Lamb, and Kenneth Murray, that team wasn't very good. Those were the shining spots on a team that end up going to the playoffs because of Jalen Hurts, Kenneth Murray, C.D. Lamb. Jalen Hurts beat a 
a uh, top team without CeeDee Lamb. Okay, yes, the Big 12 was overrated this year. Still, um, Jalen Hurts' team wasn't very good. And he still led them to uh, be in the playoffs. Was it the hardest schedule? No. But he led them there. Um, Yeah, the Big 12 was overrated. But watching Jalen Hurts on tape, just something about him, I feel like can translate into the NFL. And I think he is the fourth best quarterback on here. He has the running back ability. He can run the ball hard wherever you need him to. Um, he he can throw the ball. People don't think Jalen Hurts can throw the ball. He can throw the ball. It might not be the most accurate, but he can throw the ball. I hate that fact that people don't think Jalen Hurts can throw the ball very well because he can. Just Oklahoma's talent wasn't great this year, and it showed. Um, at number five, we have Jordan Love. Utah State quarterback. Another guy that didn't have much talent around him. Jordan Love had not much talent, and it protect, um, showed in the stats that he didn't look very good. If you go off stats, Jordan Love probably shouldn't even go to the draft because of how bad his stats were. I th- believe he threw for 17 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. Sounds like Jameis Winston. Um, but Utah State wasn't very good. Um, he was he. If you watch him on film... He uh, gets the ball out quick. Um, I remember watching the bowl game against Kent State. Every single play, it seems like he got out quick, quick, quick. And I like that. Um, he he has decent speed to him um, to where he can move around. He's kind of like a Joe Burrow-ish type athlete, maybe a little better. Um, he doesn't have – he has a decent arm. He just doesn't have the accuracy to go with it. And I feel like um, he's kind of just a tad worse than Jalen Hurts. Um, but Jalen Hurts also has the leadership abilities that I feel like Jordan Love sometimes lacks. Um, but yeah, but yeah, Jordan Love is going to be a first, second, maybe third round guy. Um, Colts, I could see getting him. Chargers, if they want to not go quarterback uh, early. Um, a team like the Titans, maybe if uh, they don't get Ryan Tannehill. Um, I don't know. But at number six, we got Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason is not my favorite player. Um, these last two guys definitely, definitely aren't my favorite players. Um, when watching them on film, uh, bo- I believe both of them should have stayed. Like, I don't believe either of these guys should have uh, come out. But Jacob Eason got the arm, doesn't have the accuracy. Um, kind of seems... He kind of seems like he doesn't control the offense almost at some times when I'm watching him. The Washington State team wasn't very good this year, so maybe that might be a downfall for uh, Eason. Um, but he just didn't – he was turnover prone. Um, but he has the—he has an upside to him that if you can get him to be a good quarterback, he has the upside, just like Justin Herbert probably has the best upside in this class. Um, maybe a guy like – yeah, I think Herbert has the best upside in this class. Um, and uh, Eason has upside. He just gotta, He just has to um, trust himself more and not make those silly mistakes that he seems to make time and time again. He has a great arm. Just the accuracy issues, the decision-making is not always there. And number seven, uh, he, I made this list earlier and he... Uh, was confirmed that he's coming back or um, going to the draft. And I was like, 
yeah, you're my seventh best quarterback on my board, um, and that's not very good. Uh, seven is Jake from quarterback out of Georgia. Uh, not much I can say about this guy. Uh, Jake from looked be- uh, good as uh, junior year. Or not junior year, sorry, freshman year. But when you watched him, he was a game manager. He'd hand the ball off to DeAndre Swift. And then it continued his sophomore year. And his junior year was probably the worst. If they couldn't run the ball, they weren't doing anything. Jake Fromm couldn't do anything. When they needed it in the South Carolina game, he couldn't do anything. And I don't understand why people... He's a game manager at best. He's not a starting level quarterback in the NFL. I I don't like Jake Fromm. I don't think he's good at all. And I really think he should have stayed one more year at Georgia. Um, He had good targets. Just never could get it to him. Accuracy is okay. Arm's not very good. I watched him at LSU uh, cha- uh, in the championship game. Overthrew guys that could have made big plays. Could have turned that game around. Just Jake Fromm, not very good uh, in my mind. Okay, so we're done with my quarterback rankings. And now we are going to go on to my best fits. And that's going to be about it. Remember, these aren't where I think these players are going to go. These are just where I think the best fits are for these players. And there's going to be multiple players to different teams. And there's going to be multiple, um, yeah, there's going to be multiple players, different teams, different teams, different players. Yeah, cool. First up, Tua Tungvaluwa to the Titans. Um, if they don't sign Ryan Tannehill back, perfect. Um, they trade up. Go get Tua. Uh, if they do get Ryan Tannehill back, he's not going to be a star-level star quarterback for two, three, four years, you might want to sign Tannehill to a one-year deal, get a guy like Tua, maybe rest him for a year, get him back throwing the ball, and you need someone there to be there for the future because do you really want Ryan Tannehill to be your future? He was good this year, but he's not. A, he's like 30 years old. You need someone to grow up with Derrick Henry in that backfield, and I think Tua is that guy for the Titans. Going on to my next pick, Xavier McKinney going to the Seahawks. Being it, bringing back the um, the Legion of Boom uh, that I thought Cam Chancellor. Uh, I think he he can be that guy at um, the Seahawks. He's a very very good player. I would love to see Xavier McKinney here. He's got all the intangibles. He's got everything that he needs to do to be a great player in the NFL, and I think he'd succeed the best on the Seahawks. Number three um, is a most likely scenario where I think the player will definitely go this place. It's Chase Young uh, to the uh, Redskins. Um, With Ron Rivera taking the job there, it's almost perfect. Chase Young, defensive freak. Ron Rivera, defensive coach. It's insane. I, I would love to see that mesh well. Hopefully they can get the Redskins can get more players around in the offense for Dwayne Haskins. They got Terry McLaurin who's good. Um, so because I think that defense will be set next year. Uh, definitely a couple uh, good players with Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Chase Young. Be a perfect match for, and I think that's where Chase Young will end up going. Um. Uh, for the next one we got Cole Komet, uh, tight end out of. I believe it's Purdue, if I'm not mistaken. I might be blanking out on this dude right now. 
Uh, I can't think of where he's from right now. But going to the Patriots. Um, they really haven't been the same since Gronk left. Um, he just... He's such... Oh, he's sorry. He's from Notre Dame. Uh, Cole Komet is a Rob Gronkowski-type player. He's got the... He can catch, he can block, he can, he's a receiving, he, he can do it all. He's a great tight end, and I think he'll fit perfectly with the Patriots. This next one I really like, uh, Clevon Chason, uh, LSU uh, linebacker going to the Dolphins. Freakish athlete, freakish player. Brian Flores will love to work with this dude, and it's just a match made in heaven. DeAndre Swift going to the Bills is my next one. DeAndre Swift is a phenomenal running back. Georgia had a lean on him all year. And when he gets to the NFL, he'll be there with uh, Frank Gore because Frank Gore's never retiring. And uh, Devin Singletary, who's been a good back. He's just had fumbling issues. So you pair him with a star back like DeAndre Swift. And I think that running back combo would be deadly for the future. Um, I like DeAndre Swift. Next, I've got J.K. Dobbins going to the Chiefs. J.K. Dobbins flew under my radar all season until the last couple uh, weeks, and I started watching film on him. And J.K. Dobbins is really good. He's a very good football player. Uh, he's a he runs to the hole hard, gets out of there quick, um, has great uh, vision, and he the Chiefs needs a running back other than Damian Williams. Williams isn't bad, but he's not your future. J.K. Dobbins is your future. Go grab him while you can. Next up, very unpopular one. I'm going to have to explain this one. Jalen Hurts to the Patriots. Jalen Hurts. Um, so, if Tom Brady comes back, I still think it makes sense. Um, think of where the league's moving. You got Lamar Jackson. You got Russell Wilson. This league's mo- Josh Allen. This league is moving to guys that can run the ball. And throw the ball too. Jalen Hurts can do that. And with Tom Brady there and um, Bill Belichick, I think that he would succeed the best there. And I think it's a perfect match there. Um, he has the leadership qualities that Belichick likes, uh, just like Brady. He he can run the ball. He's a hard runner. Um, and with Brady there as his mentor, I think that's a, I think that's a match made in heaven for me. Um, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady. Jalen Hurts could really, really improve his game. And I think that makes a lot of sense. At the next one, we got Isaiah Simmons to the Jaguars. Oh, God. The Jaguars need Isaiah Simmons. They better hope he falls because that would be a perfect match. He can play safety. He can play linebacker. He's most likely going to play linebacker there. He's a freakish athlete. Makes plays left, right, middle. He can do anything. And the Jaguars just haven't, their defense hasn't been the same. They need someone just like that. Uh, A versatile guy that can do it basically all. Okay, and the next one we have is Ellis, or we have um, the guy that he's going against next week, um, and Grant Delpit from uh, going to the 49ers uh, would be a match made in heaven. Um, 49ers have a lot of um, DBs in the um, free agency this year. Uh, Delpit. Could fall realistically to 31 for his tackling this year. I know he might be just missing on purpose because, like, he doesn't want to get hurt. But that's raising red flags. Can he tackle? Can he not tackle? So, Delpit's still a very good player. Um, 49ers make sense. 
Um, so we have Joe Burrow in here next twice because it makes sense twice. And one of these, I know he's not going to fall there because he's going to be the number one pick. And one of them is the number one pick. The other one is just uh, one I throw out there just because he would be a great fit. First, I'm going to go the number one pick one and then I'm going to go the other one that's unrealistic but would make good sense. Uh, first one's the Bengals. Yeah, he fits there. He's pretty typical quarterback. And that's where he's going to go. Um, I really like to see him succeed there. Will he? I don't know. The Seahawks or the uh, Bengals are just not very good. But the unrealistic one, and I like this one because of the history. Joe Burrow to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he played college at LSU. Joe Brady. Definitely came in and improved his game. Running that same offense would just make sense. Joe Burrow would just succeed immediately at New Orleans. Uh, but it's not going to happen. But this is why it says best fits, not where they're going to go. Uh, next, um, we got, okay, this is a little corny. Um, Stephon Diggs plays for the Vikings. But Trayvon Diggs, cornerback out of Alabama, going to the Vikings is a great move because... Um, Mike uh, Mike Zimmer loves loves these type of corners, physical guys, athletic beast. He can really do it all for you. Can catch the ball. Just didn't have the playmaking ability. Maybe you would like this year, but he was just phenomenal this year. Trayvon Diggs uh, to the Vikings makes sense. Um, <clears throat> next we got Paulson Adebayo. 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 I don't know. Uh, cornerback out of Stanford. Um, a very good player. Uh, Ballhawk um, can cover well. And he's just a Jags type of corner. Um, reminds me kind of a Jalen Ramsey, just not as uh, complete. And I like it. Um, next, we got Kenneth Murray going to the Raiders. Uh, whew, this would be a phenomenal move for the Raiders. Uh, improve that defense. Uh, fits the John Gruden way of defense. I know John Gruden uh, is an offense coach, but he uh, fits how he wants to run the defense too. Um, I like this. I like if he go there. Um, would make a lot of sense. Next, we got Javon Kinlaw, uh, D tackle from South Carolina, going to the Panthers. Um, the defensive tackles at the Panthers are not very good. They're old now. They're not very good. Um, I know they're probably not going to get Javon Kinlaw. Maybe if Kinlaw falls somehow to the second round, they might grab him. But um, he just makes sense there. He fits the defense. Um, maybe Matt, Matt Roll will uh, consider him because he's a very good player. And next, uh, we got uh, C.D. Lamb going to the Cardinals to team up with his former teammate Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray needs more weapons. They can get off the line in the draft or in the second, third round. Um, they need, he needs more weapons. Really? He just needs more weapons. Um, I like the fit here. Kyler CD know each other. I like, um, I like how, um, he, he's just a phenomenal freak. He's a f athletic beast. CD lamb's amazing. And pairing that up with another athletic freak in uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, I just like the fit there and how um, they will run the offense. Um, C Cliff Kingsbury would be jumping out of seat for this. Um, next up, we got 
Henry Ruggs III twice. Once going to the Eagles because uh, the Eagles need more more guys. Um, their receiver core was the worst in the league by far. Um, I like Henry Ruggs III. Fast. Just a great receiver. Um, jump ball is a concern, but I think he can get it done. He he still gets a uh, majority of jump balls, um, but I like him. And then going to the Broncos, pairing up with Cortland Sutton, that would be one of the best receiving cores, young receiving cores going in to the next couple of years with Henry Ruggs and Cortland Sutton at the Broncos, uh, giving Drew Locke great targets. Next up, we got Tua Tungavailoa again going to the Dolphins, where he most likely will end up. Um, I like the fit here, Tua to the Dolphins. Um, just concerns me. Their offensive line isn't good, so they need to go off after offensive line. Um, he, he's just going to be the star right away. He's going to sell tickets for the Dolphins. He, he fits in the offense, um, RPOs, everything. So, next up, we got LaVisca Chenault going to the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys need a receiver, um, besides Amari Cooper, which if they pay Dak this year, they won't have Amari Cooper next year. So, they need someone. They're going to go get LaVisca Chenault. Uh, if they want a match made in heaven, uh, athletic, he's almost like Amari Cooper, just maybe not as polished in the route running. Um, he can catch, he's a physical freak. I like this pick. Next up, we got Ashton Davis to the Cowboys. Uh, he's a, he's a Cowboys type, uh, safety. That's all you really have to say about him. He, um, reads defenses very well. Um, he goes and makes plays and he was a great player for California this year. Next up, we got Terrell Lewis to the Bills. Um, Terrell Lewis was, uh, he was good. Um, he did sit out the ball game against uh, Michigan, but he was good this year. Um, he's had injury problems. That's why he decided not to uh, play in the bowl game. So he wants to get ready for the NFL, and he deserves it. He played good this year. Maybe not had great numbers, but if you watch the tape, he played phenomenal. Um, next up, we got his teammate, and on the other side, Anthony Jennings, uh, to the Titans. Oh, he fits that scheme so well. If that happens, him, um, Harold Landry would be phenomenal. Uh, you get a guy like Rashawn Evans in there, it would be Jeffrey Simmons. That defense would be amazing, and I like the fit there. Fits that defense so well. Next up, we got my least favorite quarterback out of the seven, Jake Fromm going to the Saints. Maybe you can learn a thing from Drew Brees. God helps him. He knows it. Um, he he needs it. Sorry. And maybe he can develop to be a good quarterback. Probably not. Um, but I'm rooting for him. I'm, I feel like I'm being too mean to this guy. Um, I'm rooting for him. He did, has success at Georgia, but I don't think he'll have success in the NFL. Next up, we got Jalen Rager from TCU going to the Saints. Um, pairing up with Michael Thomas. He's a very good player. He's fast. He catches the ball. Uh, he uh, has good jump ball ability. And that's what I really like about him. He can jump up to get the ball um, and come down with it, unlike some people in this class, even though it's stacked. Receiver class. Up next, we have Jalen Hurts to the Panthers. So I had him to the Patriots earlier, and I have him to the Panthers now. He reminds me of Cam Newton so much, except except without the 
uh, big ego um, without the unnecessary stuff around his name. Jalen Hurts, phenomenal player. Maybe can uh, Matt Rule can do something with him, uh, make him a better quarterback. He made Charlie Brewer look decent this year, so maybe he can make Jalen Hurts look better if they end up going there. Justin Herbert to the Chargers. Um, big arm, dude. Big um, Got decent accuracy. Um, just makes sense. He makes sense to the Chargers. Uh, Phil the Phillip Rivers replacement. And I feel like Justin Herbert is just a Charger. You know, he'll probably end up going to the Buccaneers, but I feel like he's a Charger. Got good uh, targets there with Mike Williams um, and Keenan Allen. So... Hopefully the Chargers go Justin Herbert because it makes sense to me. And last guy, Jacob Eason to the Steelers. Ben, ben Roethlisberger's on his last leg. You got to get a guy there and get Eason there. Maybe develop his game uh, as a backup, and then he can come out and show out. Um, but that's going to be it for my uh, best fits. This is a 29-minute, 30-minute podcast is what I'm going to stretch it out to. Uh, quarterback needy teams are the Patriots. Uh, if Tom Brady doesn't retire, which he probably w- won't, and he probably will come back, um, I like him to the uh, Patriots. Or I need the Patriots need a quarterback for the future. The Bears, Mitch Trubisky just isn't isn't it. The Dolphins, um, Josh Rosen, Fitz Magic isn't it. And the Titans, um, Ryan Tannehill's old. Marks Mariota, feel bad for the dude. I love Marks Mariota, but he's not it either. So that will be the end of this podcast. I hope you all really enjoyed it. Sorry about my energy last uh, podcast because my parents were in the other room. I wasn't trying to be too loud. And I listened back on it. It was very bad. But uh, we're just going to end this podcast right here. Thank you for watching and peace.